Nick, that surgery you underwent what, really worked. You look just, just your facial structure is very different. I mean, I would say I just look absolutely stunning. I don't know about you, but I just, I, it's fantastic. And have you been working on your accent too? Because I'm hearing something that's not Bostonian. It's not quite New York. It's not Baltimorean. Is that, if that's, is that, I don't know. I feel like the face only gives part of it, but when you actually have to have a conversation with somebody, you have to add a little bit, you know, I chose Southern. <laughs> <laughs> In the wheel of impressions, in the wheel of impressions, I, I sat the there. I'm like, make my face whatever you want, and then I spun a wheel. I'm like, southern. Okay. Southern wear doesn't matter, but this is what I decided so to go with. Wear doesn't matter. It's, okay. It's, it's below it something. It has okay. to be southern. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, bitch, get out of my seat. <laughs> Welcome to Point of Do. As you can tell from that in wonderful introduction, we have a guest host with us today. Um, Nick is still with us, and we'll, you'll find out in a moment why we have the guest host, and Nick's role is going to be a little bit different in this episode. But everybody, welcome back. Ryan DeVillier, a.k.a. The Kiwi, from Nick, what number episode? Episode four. Titled, Just Put Something in Front of Your Face. Episode four? You were four? I was four. Wow. He was I know, we need to insert an applause or something. <laughs> <It's like> very... <laughs> this is episode 31, so we've really come a long way. I've really lost track, so Holy I mean... Cow. I haven't. I didn't realize it was it's that one many. of my many useless talents. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ryan, thank you. Welcome. You are our first guest host of Point of Do. Welcome. It's, it's, it's great to be here. I mean, I wouldn't imagine another place I'd want to be. <laughs> That face I don't. I can't tell if that's sarcastic or not, but I guess we'll we'll leave it up to. <laughs> yeah, mystery. that was an interesting. Yeah, that was an interesting um, expression he had on his face as he said that. But look, I've been working night shift for the better part of three weeks now, so my facial expressions aren't on point, which is why I'm glad to be doing a podcast, not, and a, not a video not, not interview. A video interview, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, do you want? Nick, well, where are you? Where, where? This is not your normal recording studio, right? No, it is not. Should, I am at. Oh, I should. I should ask. Are you even comfortable disclosing your location, or should? <laughs> oh, as you know, yes. Um, I am. I'm at the house of one of our guests, who I will introduce momentarily. But before I do that, how are you? And I guess Ryan, how are you too? Because you are a host. I'll go first because he asked me first. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> I am exhausted. <laughs> um, I feel like I come into every podcast saying that, so it's getting it's that answer is becoming tired. But I just came back from Texas. I was there for, uh, for business, and it was very nice. I um I, I the weather was very nice. It was eighty degrees, and as we're recording this, we're, it's a Sunday night going into Monday. It's supposed to get into the teens uh in in massachusetts so i'm not looking forward to that but the weather was very nice i went i had my first conference which was uh exciting and stress inducing and anxiety provoking and all of the things but i'm happy it was over I, i'm happy i did it i'm happy it's over i'm proud of my performance and now i'm entering this space as someone who took a hour and a half power nap and had a nice dinner and maybe had a beer before recorded so well, well, I think it will be fun. How are you, Nick? I'm good. I um, I guess skipping over Ryan. I'm... <laughs> no, I realized as I said that. <laughs> I'm so good. No, I'm I'm okay. I just had a lovely dinner with my two friends, who, like I said, I'm going to introduce momentarily. Um, I went to a dinner for old people the other night for work. My work. What does paid that me. mean? Uh, yeah, I went. Uh, I represented the work or my 
the company that I work for. I went there. I ate with some old people. Um, I had surf and turf. <laughs> I left to the surf, ate the turf, because I don't like fish. You don't like fish. Um, no. I don't like I, yeah. live fish. I don't yeah, and then I left time. my wallet. Yeah, and then I left my wallet at the venue, got to the gas station, realized as I was on empty that I didn't have my wallet, went into the gas station and almost said, sir, what do I need to do to get you to pay for my gas so I can go back to the venue, get my wallet, and then come back? Um, so, th Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you asked someone to pay for your gas? No, I. Oh. He, took, he took Apple Pay. That was the next option. Oh, oh, okay. There you go. Um, I paid I for say, with With these gas prices, I might try that. If, if, if people yeah. are openly and willing to pay for your gas, maybe I should try that. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyways. Uh, Ryan, how are you? <laughs> I, I am doing good. So I happened to surprise trip with Justin up here. Um. I you visited our friend Mary. Right? I visited our friend Mary, yeah. and that was right after I finished working the night shift on a Tuesday. Then I caught a flight on a Friday to come up here to Boston, and then tomorrow I'll be leaving to go do some work in Seattle. So, uh, like Justin, I'm exhausted, and that exhaustion <laughs> seems to continue for the next maybe three weeks. So, <laughs> we're living. It's a great time to be a young adult. It's fun. <laughs> not Nick. What are you grateful for? I, today, I am grateful for my friends, obviously, all of you, everyone that's around me right now, and my six years at the restaurant that I worked at, um, or that I currently work at, that is closing its doors, which is why we're having this episode today. But, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for the opportunity to travel. Because I I've, yeah. I don't know. I like traveling and with the pandemic, I haven't been able to do that much. So whether it be business or leisure, I'm glad that I'm able to travel. I love you, that. Ryan. I am grateful for, like Nick, for friends. Um, that has been a big thing in my life that I actually had the opportunity to come visit everybody before I flew to Seattle. Uh, grateful for them and just grateful for just family. I love that. Very good. Okay, this episode has been a long time coming. We've been talking about it since the start of this show back in 2021. I always wanted to do an episode about what your server, your restaurant server, is thinking. I thought, what better way to do it than to have two of my closest friends um, that I work with on the show to discuss it with me. So that is why we have, as you explained before, a guest host who is going to kind of, um, who is going to host the show with you and you guys can pick our brains um just like we pick your food before it goes out onto your plate <laughs> and if you think i'm joking it's gonna be very enlightening if you think i'm joking i quite literally took a french fry off someone's plate before it went out last night without further ado this is my friend claire and my friend bridget who i have worked with i've worked with claire for three years bridget one year um she's worked at the company for 10 years right yeah a lot going on 11. going on 11 but she when her location closed she came over to our location our location is now closing and they're both gonna leave me um and i'm gonna stay at as you know the location that i'm at different restaurant they're gonna go to another location and we're all gonna be friends and celebrate what we've had for the past year so welcome both welcome of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Welcome, Welcome to the podcast. Here. I know it's been a long time coming, as Nick said. So I'm I'm glad that we can do this episode, and especially with the two of you. Nick has said shared so much about <laughs> you. Um, so it's nice to finally have you on the show. Yes, Yay. happy to be here. Absolutely, so pumped. We have the stories. Yes. Oh, I, I'm excited <laughs> to hear the stories. <laughs> um, but I think before we get into those, the first question, as if you're listening, I know Claire, you listen, Bridget. I, I, I'm only going to assume that you listen. Just you know, she um, follows her Instagram, I which I was okay. very impressed. I am a listener. That's how I know your allergy, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As a also, with, as allergy. a woman with allergies. Yes. <laughs> um, so I think you know what the first question I'm going to ask. And Claire, maybe we'll start with you and then Bridget can answer. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? Um, I think I would be a peach because I like to stare at everyone's butt. That's I'm dead. A really good answer. <laughs> We've never had a peach. Have we had a peach? We haven't. I don't a peach. think. I don't think we've had a peach. No. 
We have our first peach. Woo! And it works well because we have a, there's a peach emoji. So right? we're, yes, we're good. everything. I'm very jealous of I that, that answer. I like oh, that answer. I know. We talk about that all the time, how we stare at everyone's butts. Yeah, that. that's that's a right. Uh, we all have really Is cute Is that butts. what our waiter or waitress is thinking? We that, all have we really reached that part of the interview yet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Us as a as a group of employees, we all have really differently shaped, adorable butt cheeks. They're slamming <laughs> yeah. before. <laughs> okay. Bridget, okay. what fruit would you pee? <laughs> um, when I was thinking about this question, I was like, I think I'm gonna pick a tomato. I love tomatoes. I love Italian food. Um, I also like get very red when I'm embarrassed or <laughs> or laughing or when I'm mad at a customer mm. or like so yeah, a tomato. Well, I'm a tomato. tomato. I love that you picked um I've always wanted someone to pick a tomato and I'm also very <laughs> excited because that means that you really cook at a meatball. I really um. do. I get a really whip up a pasta dish. I actually made one the other day I made like an a shrimp a la vodka. I saw that on it your was, Snapchat. It, it was looked really yummy. delish. It was very cheesy and yummy. It we was love a cheesy Cajun thing. <laughs> First of all, okay. I I did Speaking put Cajun of... seasoning on the shrimp when I seared it, and it that's was... what I'm talking about. There you go. I'm just thinking like shrimp a la vodka sounds like a shrimp boil with vodka. Like those are what you do. You know? <laughs> Is that like a southern? thing? I suppose you could interpret it like that. Uh, eating boiled shrimp while drinking. Yes, your drink yeah. choices <laughs> up to you. Whether you choose vodka or not, I won't stop you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a tomato. I love both of those answers, and they're both <laughs> unique answers. We have not had that. Yet. We have not had those. So we got to get a tally again for for this because uh, selection of episodes because we did that for the the mega mix. Last I'm year, all over it. There's also so many different kinds of tomatoes. Yes. And uses for them. Yes. Yeah. Do you have one in particular in mind that you would be? When um, you think of that, or you're just gonna say tomato generally? Cherry tomatoes. I would be a cherry tomato because you can make sauce out of cherry tomatoes. You can put them in a salad. You can just eat them with like a dip or like hummus or ranch. I see how it is. Or as is. Or as is. They're cute. They're good right off the vine. Your friends with thunder and your friends with Nick. He's a cherry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) kidding. I only like maraschino cherries. The more artificial, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. really do be stealing those out of my fruit tray with your bare fingers all the time. I do. Absolutely. I do that. <laughs> we should, the more we talk, the less we have jobs. <laughs> yes. Um, we should probably just say before we move on that um, Bridget usually bartends yeah. and Claire and I are usually servers. And Claire yeah. and I have also been hosts. Have you hosted? Yeah, I hosted yeah. when I was in high yeah. school. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ten years ago. <laughs> It's been a long time Miami. since I've been behind the my old grandmother. Home, behind the old hostess. Yeah. <laughs> Back Good to old. my roots. All right, well, let's so just let's I think, I think I just want to get my most anticipated question right off the bat. And why don't we just go the order that you're sitting? So Bridget, if you can start and then okay. we'll go to Nick and then uh Claire can go. But I wanna hear horror stories. Just <laughs> just just I wanna hear like what is like if you have a story working in a restaurant because i know that you know a lot of the times experiences are great they're wonderful there you you, a lot of great customers but then there are other times i'm sure and again i'm coming from a place where i don't i've never worked in a restaurant or anything and ryan you've you've worked as a barista i was a barista when i was in uh summer before freshman year in college i was a barista which i love doing yeah so it's kind of like a bartender except it's a little bit sober, different but yeah. kind of yeah, similar so i can relate I, to that because i um worked at a breakfast place before i worked with these guys at the pub um and dealing with customers in a service setting before they've had their caffeine and breakfast in the morning. <laughs> I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a recipe for a horror story yes. sometimes. So many. You have one from two nights ago. Do you want, uh, yeah. What happened two nights ago? It wasn't to you. It was, oh, what? it involved pasta. Oh my gosh. Someone flicked freaking food at my sister because they didn't like their meal. Um, no way my sister brought this grown-ass man his chicken piccata and he didn't like it so he like flicked it up and it splashed her in the face and 
um, yeah, he was just like a complete child about the whole situation. And um, my sister Kat, who also is a server at the restaurant that we work at, she very calmly looked at him like a queen and said, you really don't have to act like that. I can just get you something else. But yeah, like I said, I've had tons of horror stories over my 11, 12 years working um, in restaurants. I have some pretty triggering ones, so I'll just keep those off the books. But that will stay for the trauma episode. We'll yeah, that's, I'll, I'll come back. You can come back. The, the, tra- the trauma episode. I feel like we're yeah. gonna have a lot of our guests come return for the trauma. Episode. Yeah, I'll be a return guest for that. But um, one that I think is probably very telling um for the restaurant industry and how intense um customers can sometimes be. I was about 15 years old working as like a takeout counter girl at a local breakfast spot in my town, a very busy spot, like 15 tables, line out the door the whole morning type of type of beat. And um, I was ringing out this older gentleman for his takeout order. And he seemed to think that because of my age and um, my position or whatever he thought, that I was incompetent and I was telling him the wrong prices, um, mm. even though mm. they're just clearly listed on the menu. So he was irate that I was incorrect about what I was charging him for his food. And no matter how many times I explained to him like that I don't make the prices and I'm not really sure why you're mad about French toast being $5, he... Uh, <laughs> He got so angry with me that he like hurled himself over the breakfast counter and got like two inches away from my face and was like spitting on me essentially from how intensely he was screaming about how much of a stupid kid I was and how I don't know what I'm doing and blah, blah, blah. And that was when I was first in the restaurant industry. Nowadays, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my restaurant (laughs) but I didn't have that thick skin yet so I'm this 15 year old brand new restaurant employee and I just started sobbing on the spot sobbing as hard as I could and my manager had to like swoop in and I'll never forget it she like put her hand like swooped it over onto the side of my face and kind of like like wiped my face and was like calm down calm down I'll handle it I'll handle it. And she was like, go in the back. And um, yeah, I just, I cried so hard because I was like, why did I just get treated like that for literally no reason? But yeah, it was, it was hard. It was a hard thing to have to go through as a young teen, just trying to make a couple bucks so that I could buy a car or whatever. When I saved up enough money, I was making like $7 an hour at the time with like tip money. Uh, it was it was tough, and he made a fool of himself in front of everybody. The whole restaurant was looking at him. One of our regulars walked in right after the situation had happened and kind of saw how red and puffy my eyes were, and I told him the situation, and he kind of like jokingly said, it's all your fault, Bridget. It's all your fault. You know, like... The, <laughs> You did that to him. How? Oh, like that's why did you do that to that poor old man? Like kind of in a, a sarcastic, joking manner. And he kept that joke on running for like years after that. No, Whenever he came in to get his coffee, he would always be like, "Bridget, your fault. It's all your fault." So yeah, that's my horror story. And after that happened, I could literally handle any customer. Yeah, that, that was way to throw you into the deep end of yeah, restaurant yeah. work. No, no flotation device at all. Just chucked me in the water. Yeah, so. I have a quick one just because I've given on this show my horror story, which yeah. you have all heard about the time <laughs> that I went up to the table and they asked Shauna to sit down with them. And they're like, where have you been? You've been gone for a half hour and it had quite literally been five minutes. But the story I'm going to tell is actually kind of a funny one. Um, Claire and I were standing at the hostess, um, as we do. Um, as I was, Yeah. I was a host at the time, though. Yes. And we were sitting with our, or we were standing there with our customer, or with our friend and server, Jamie. Uh, and this, like, guy 
comes out and he like he, he he's leaving um and he hugs her and kisses her and she hugs him and he's like oh like have a great night blah 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 and then it he was goes christmas time yeah too. it was christmas time he was like merry christmas see you soon so he hugs her and like kisses her on the cheek and then you know then he moves on to claire because we're friends and he was like like it was like have a good christmas whatever hugs her and then like hugs me and we're like wow he's like so nice like thinking we were like your grandfather's really nice and to jamie we yeah. thought it was jamie's grandfather yeah he leaves and she goes i don't know who, who that man was <laughs> <laughs> so we had all just been hugged and she got a kiss from this random man and she's very funny where she just wa- it didn't face her she is one of the funniest people in the entire yeah, restaurant she, so nonchalantly was just like i have no idea who that man was and then kept (laughs) walking like just walked around the corner like nothing had happened me and nick were like what like (laughs) who was this man so wild oh my goodness what the heck yeah happy holidays yeah i i took a video of us right after that so like every year like around christmas time like i'll get a snapchat memory of that video and it's like this random man just hugged and kissed all three of us we should post that like on the story or something um on the podcast story but you what what is your horror story you said you had oh okay so when we first like reopened from the pandemic like we were very much like takeout only like I don't know if any of you like went out to like a restaurant to get takeout but most of them had like that like shitty plastic table in front of the door that was like you need to stop here (laughs) that blocked you from going in yeah it was like yeah 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 yeah. on this point and so this man ordered a Cobb salad with buffalo chicken he really made it buffalo style he made it buffalo style we'll get to that later yes (laughs) and um so he asked for extra chicken. So I was just like a host. And like my job was already so much harder because we came back from the pandemic. So there were so many rules and like so many just like I was just basically relearning how to do my job. And so I give this man his food and um, I'm like, yeah, have a good night. And we had like so many people because like when the pandemic happened and then like it was takeout only, everyone was like, I want to support the restaurants. But it was like everyone wanted to support the restaurants. Like <laughs> right, right. everyone in the world wanted to. Right. <laughs> Two cooks in the kitchen yeah. and one person working out front. Literally, it was yeah. like four of us who came back total. <laughs> and so I'm like getting my ass handed to me. <laughs> And I'm dealing with all these people trying to cash them out from like eight feet away from them. And then I'm like, this man walks back in and I'm like, oh, hi, like, um, or like, did you forget something? Like, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he was like, what is this? And like shoves tin foil in my face. And it has like, and it has like four pieces of chicken in it. And I was like, I was like, well, it looks like chicken (laughs) and he's like i asked for double chicken does this look like double chicken to you and i was like well if you ordered it as double chicken then i'm gonna say yes (laughs) and he was like he was like are you fucking kidding? Like, starts screaming at me, like, is not okay with the amount of chicken that he received. <laughs> like, very offended that he did Personally not Personally offended. Yeah, so offended he did not have enough chicken to his standard I have of a double question. chicken. I have what? a question. What? Did it look like double chicken to you? I, know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, it didn't look like that much chicken to me, but I was just like a 16-year-old, or like, no, how old was I? Like, 17. And I was just like, oh, right to me you should have you should have directed him you should have directed him to the next like the closest mcdonald's it's like well i hear the four-piece chicken mcnuggets are pretty good just add a little more there i know but i just like walked away and i was just like i wasn't even upset like i was just pissed like i was like i am there is so much going on and this man is screaming at me over chicken i was like we're in the middle of a pandemic i was like I was like, you, I was like, good thing we have this plastic table to keep me safe. Like, yeah. we, Sir, have- we don't have masks. We don't have tests yet. We don't know what we have, have vaccines. We don't know if the world's ever going to go back to normal. But by all means, get worked up over your chicken. 
Yes, exactly. Yes. Exactly. People so act sorry. like it's the end of the world. Yes, that they their really burger do. is the wrong temperature. And like it's even like, <laughs> after the pandemic and stuff, like I feel like like people like when the mask mandate was like lifted, mm-hmm. everyone was just like, I can just complain about whatever I want. Like I feel like customers like not that like all of them are awful. Like I'm saying like every customer yeah. walks and it's terrible. We're telling right the horror stories right now. We're yeah, telling yeah, the yeah, yeah. Story. But it's just like. The like it really just like got worse. Like, the entitlement definitely got worse for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Like they're like, I was locked away in my home, <laughs> and now my pizza is burnt on the bottom, and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how will you ever go on? You forgot my extra dressing. How am I gonna sleep yeah. tonight? <laughs> I never got my diet Pepsi. I'm like, okay. But are you alive? You also do that is with your eyes closed like you do every night. Like it's not, it's like, I don't know. Unless you're some freak that's just like sleeps with their eyes like wide open. (laughs) Maybe the ranch dressing person is that type of person. That's going to be me after corporate hears this interview. (laughs) Our generation, we get like the complete wrong order and we're like, Thank you. Yeah. Literally me. Wait, you order a pizza, like, they hand you a burger. You're like, yummy. Thanks. <laughs> this is just what I wanted. <laughs> How kind. That's a, that's a very interesting point because like I'm the type of personality where like I'll speak up if something's wrong, but never at a restaurant. Like if I, if, if my order is blatantly wrong, like, okay. like I ordered a burger and you give me pizza. Okay. Obviously I'm going to say something, yeah. but like yeah. if. I'm never someone to be like, oh, I ordered it medium, I don't know, medium, and it's a little medium rare. Like, I wouldn't, I don't, I've never sent a dish back, because I just, I'm one of those people that's just like, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not going to make it more uncomfortable. So I'm just going to settle. (laughs) You always get the, like, the good old, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be a pain, but. (laughs) I don't want to be a pain, but I'm about to be be a pain. pain. You want to tell me that everything is wrong with your food right now and you're going to just be like, you're going to like just dress it up with, I don't want to be a pain. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. A lot of dads love making those types of jokes yep, at restaurants. Yep, yep. Like kind of like the, how was it? It was horrible. Like that yeah. type of well, thing. When they, can I like, get you anything else? A million dollars. I was just uh-huh. going to say that, Bridget. <laughs> Never heard that before. That's a thing. Oh, every single shift. <laughs> I don't think I've ever worked a shift where that it wasn't said to me. No, same. That By a middle-aged white man. <laughs> that happened to me over yeah. the phone. Like, I was taking a guy's order for takeout, and I was like, can I get you anything else tonight? And he was like, a million dollars. And I was like, honestly, I wish I had that too. That's why I'm here. I've, I've just been, I just started being like, I've never heard that before. That's a good one. <laughs> no, like, the server laughing. You're like, ah, ha, ha. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I've perfected that one. Yeah. Me too. I, I, the I, everything, slow backup. Everything you say to me at my table, you could be insulting me it's hilarious (laughs) my next question is what do you love most about your job oh that's a good question oh thank you can I say my coworkers, or does it yes. have to be about? No, you can say you your can say your coworkers. It's whatever you love about your job. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, well, my coworkers are definitely like my favorite part of my job. It's like definitely the whole reason I walk into a shift. I'm like greeted with like so much love. Like my job is definitely like a very big like safe place for me. Like I even go in there just like as a customer to hang out with my coworkers because they're like my little family. Because like. It's, like, the same six people who work every single shift. And, like, these two are, like, my best friends. And I met them through work. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I have to second that. Just, I, I mean, I think it speaks volumes that I stayed there. I have a full-time job now. And I, you, I, like, work. That, that is my Saturday night. Like, Justin, you've asked me to hang out before. <laughs> like, multiple friends have asked me to hang out and be like, I'm working. And people are like, you don't have to work so much. And I'm like, no, I know. But, like, A, it's really good pocket money. But also just, like, I, it really is That's not work That's our quality time. It is. And I really don't see it as work like I never that's not true I mean I it still is work so I'll be like oh like I have to go to work tonight but 
I, especially now that, like, I only do it once a week, like, it is genuinely fun for me. I think it's a social event. It's really not, like, I don't think, I mean, it, it's stressful when it gets busy. It gets stressful. Yeah. But yeah. it's, like, it's, like, a, it's a time when we can all be together in, like, a relatable setting and be there for each other. And it, we always catch up about our lives yeah when and we work. I just feel like we all like genuinely care about each other and yeah. like our mental states and everything because like it can be so tough at work and like having people who like understand that like yeah it's it's just like easy like these are like the same people we see all the time it's like it's like those memes it's like no one sees you at your worst more than your coworkers, and it's like <laughs> it's so true yeah like, <laughs> especially in the service industry for sure because there's been times where we're literally like sobbing and we have to like all right let's go greet our table you know suck it up suck it in let's go greet our table but I think I would have to third that not to be like cliche but I will add um a little detail to your statements um I have worked at for going on 11 years now at a different location than these two um and when my pub my original pub closed I had this like broken heart feeling it almost felt like I was like going through a breakup almost because my family like my work family was being like ripped apart essentially um and I never thought I would feel that sense of like acceptance and family um again in a work setting but I literally walked into my first shift at the pub in Pembroke with these guys and I saw Claire's face and it just like lit up the room and we've been friends ever since that moment and I really didn't think I would fall in love with all of these people so quickly um because I've only worked with these humans for a year but I am glad that I got to experience that much love and friendship in that short period of time I'm just glad it happened in general. So, yeah. Too. Yeah. Speaking of yeah. the general. Speaking. My general manager. Yeah. <laughs> this is the wrong hand. But, um, <laughs> that was so well put. That was. It was. Yeah. I'm not crying. You're crying. Not to be like, <laughs> not to be like so emotional, but. Um, no, that I was. could cry. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I think that's great that you like found. You know, it might not be the job itself, but you have people at your job that make the job worth it. Because I think that that is as much, is as important as enjoying the work that you do. Like, even if you enjoy your coworkers and that's it and you hate your job, like, you love something about it. And I think that that's, like, really special. Like, really, like, that doesn't happen a lot in We've talked about that even at dinner tonight. (laughs) We talked about that at dinner. I don't know. (laughs) Jobs are rough, but, like, the fact that you have people there that make it better and that you're excited to see every day. And, like, Nick, for you to go on a Saturday and just see it more as a social event rather than like an actual job that's that's really special and really cool i yeah yeah, like we will all walk around all week long and be like i can't wait for nick to be here on that makes me feel really good because i like i don't know that just makes me feel really good that's all i'll say that's all i can say i say that all the time too though because like even some stuff that we just like bring up sometimes like because like me and nick like always joke around like like it gets way out of hand at work like, <laughs> an extensive yeah, amount <laughs> but like sometimes like when i'm joking around and like no one's getting it i'm like i wish nick was here yeah i'm like <laughs> i'm like i know he'd get it <laughs> like can i just bring up something real quick because this is a perfect segue into it yeah we so all three of us really love to troll like while we're there but one <laughs> of my favorite things to do to claire to kind of get her to like break character i guess <laughs> when she's at the host desk and i don't know no, I don't think Justin knows this because we told Tom when we were at my birthday dinner. Yes. But um, I will go up to her when she's like talking to a customer and I'll just be like, oh, Claire, Diane's looking for you out back. Knowing very well that there is no Diane at the restaurant. Like, I'll just make up a server. <laughs> or, I'll be like, or as she's going to take someone to a table, I'll be like, oh, is that Roger's table? Like, is that, is that going to be in Roger's section? And she'll be like, yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> like, or and then Jamie walks up and they're yeah, like, you're yeah, yeah, not yeah. Roger. And yeah. you do a good job of it too because you'll make up like a story. Like, did you hear like <laughs> yeah yeah so it. one night um there were like a bunch of people like waiting to be sat and like also waiting for takeout and nick came up and usually like we like w- like whisper stuff but i like was talking kind of loud like on purpose and i was like i was like 
did you hear about like Denise and Sasha? Like they had a big fight out back. <laughs> he like pushed her into the dumpster, and like everyone starts like listening. <laughs> and what, like, but it was like we. It's hard to keep it together though because it's so funny and like ridiculous. Like. Yeah, it's even more funny when you're at work because there's just like random people around you. Because like, imagine if you were waiting for your table and you and just you like hear that. people like saying stuff like that. Right. They're like, "Did you yeah. hear about?" Like, <laughs> just drama, just work. There, there's a meme that's like me and my coworker. It's a SpongeBob meme. It's like me and my coworker <laughs> being fucking weird, and then there's a another fish, and it's like a customer that we haven't noticed yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is us. That is us to a T. Yeah. We turn around and we're like. Oh, I didn't know there was we, a customer still yeah, here. We all love to talk to each other like we're not even like surrounded by customers. <laughs> like the other day, like me and um And it's usually at like the beginning of a shift or the end of a shift. Like yeah. we are professionals, like yes, when we're in course. service. <laughs> but there's like a, be- felt, a beginning. felt like that, that needed to be said yeah. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a beginning grace period. And an ending grace period. No, yeah. Like, where we're allowed to be semi-unprofessional because... That's just your water cooler moment in the service industry. Is all what was it? It's just your water cooler moment in the service industry. Yes. I also just want to point out that this is not exclusive to our restaurant. No. Because there is a page called Server Memes. And you can find the exact same stories that we're telling on this podcast. Every single one of them is on that Instagram yeah. account. It's, and it, it, a lot of... Like, I have met people on, like dating apps that i will then see follow yeah that account because i'm like oh well they're a server it's funny, the way that i can relate to that and again i haven't worked in a, in a at a restaurant or anything but like at loyola whenever i knew a tour guide and they were like bringing a tour or whatever i would always like obnoxiously whether it be indoors or outdoors i would be like say say ryan was the tour guide i'd be like happy birthday ryan even though <laughs> it wasn't their birthday yeah and the same like, oh, thing. thanks the and then they just keep going on with their spiel Yep. Yeah, uh, just like mess with them. But um, the net. So I want to ask. It's been brought up a little bit. You said, "Oh, we'll get back to." They wanted Buffalo on there, you know. Oh, and Nick, in the previous <laughs> episodes, you said, "Well, we'll get back to you know this how we how we really feel about you know my people, the soup of the day people, or <laughs> okay. how do we how we really feel about you know like um like you know picking food potentially off of a plate." So I I guess I guess you want the inside anyone. Food. Yeah, I, I want, as an outsider, I, of course, want Behind the, the inside scene. scoop. So, you know, anyone anyone can talk about this, but what what do you mean by those things? Can you elaborate more on those things and talk a little bit about uh, the, the, yeah, the inside scoop? Yeah, so, scoop. so obviously, um, as a group of people that work together all week long, we have our inside jokes, we have our trolley little sayings that um we say to customers and ourselves um to kind of make light of the shift and get through it in a positive manner so um like on our menu it says weird like crazy stuff just like very cringy very cringy like like dad joke type things that just like shouldn't be written on a menu um like there was this um this appetizer sampler that we used to sell oh my god um on our menu and it was great it came with like fries onion rings potato skins a giant pretzel mozzarella sticks it was like really a little bit of everything it was great but on the menu it was called a smorgasbord hyphen it's bloody enormous baby but there was no like comma between enormous and babies so it literally was just like bloody enormous enormous baby (laughs) our big joke was that you just receive a bloody Bloody enormous enormous baby (laughs) (laughs) like we get that we work at the or whatever but that's like really pushing it like why did you have to put that on the menu and then like each menu change there was just something cringy about it so this most recent menu change that we had we added flatbread pizza to the menu and you could make any pizza on the menu a flatbread so instead of just writing flatbread on the menu under every single pizza option (laughs) the menu says 
make it a flatbread with an ex- couple exclamation points underneath it. So every time we That's ring- too many exclamation points for make it a flatbread. I think exactly. one should suffice. Even a period. I don't even think that needs to be an exclamation. So enthusiastic about making it a flatbread that all of us just- And we're like, make, make it, it a flatbread. flatbread. I yeah. wonder if the chef was as excited as the menu was about oh, making it I can tell you they weren't. 100% not. And they also are 100% not excited when we troll around the kitchen and say, make it a flatbread at the top of our life. Or buffalo style. Or that's another buffalo one. Style. Make it buffalo style. That's if you want buffalo chicken cob. instead of regular chicken, you can make that buffalo style. We'll go, hey, can you just hold on a second and make that buffalo style? Thank you. That would be great. To each other, not yeah. to God. <laughs> I, have to, I have to ask because, just interject quickly, like, at, when I picture, like, I, at diners, right, I feel like it's common for, like, wait staff to be yelling things into the kitchen. It's like, yeah, um, yeah, like, like in code. Make it a flatbread, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. you know, like, can I get this, whatever. Like, do you guys do that at your restaurant? Like, just yell at the chef oh. for no reason? <laughs> our, well, our, like, no one can hear us in our kitchen. Like, just to be like, obnoxious, I mean. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> or, like, I'll be like, make it a flatbread real fucking quick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And then also, like, all of us were, like, um, we were, like, when is someone going to order a buffalo chicken flatbread? Because we were going to be, like, oh, they made it a flatbread and, and buffalo. And they made it buffalo, yeah. <laughs> a double whammy. Yes. I just love when people order it that way. Like, somebody on the phone, I lost it on the phone one time when they're, like, could I get the smorgasbord? It's bloody enormous, baby. Like, that's, they read it like that. read the whole thing? Yeah, the whole thing, and I was like, you absolutely cannot. I mean, I didn't say that, but... <laughs> word for word. Yeah. Just reading the menu blindly, as if they didn't, like, realize that that was just, like... I think menu. it's because they... If you just said, can I get the appetizer sampler, you wouldn't know what they're talking about, right? You, you only know it by the full title. Line. Yeah, they just say the whole title just to make sure that we're not <laughs> stupid enough to mess up. Right, that. right. <laughs> Just we brought it out. It was chicken tenders. Yeah, no. it was chicken. Tenders. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Whoops! You didn't say it was bloody enormous. Babies. But it wasn't a double order. It wasn't a double order. No, <laughs> no, never. I, I mean, I like to say that to my tables though. When they're like, "Can I get a cob salad?" I'm like, "Would you like to make that buffalo style?" <laughs> but like sometimes I just say it if I want to like laugh. Later. Yeah, like because it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. It's funny. so we know now we know buffalo. Um, I, I'm very curious as a, as a soup of the day person. I want to know that. <laughs> okay but that's why like at at nick's like birthday dinner i was like i was like justin they have a soup of the day like are no, you they, were, they were very excited for me that they had and then they ran out but you know that's the side oh, but that means it was a good fresh soup of the day good it's a good it soup. because so sometimes that, do i does that does do my do my people though you know, as and I'm, you know, when I say that, I'm just jokingly saying people who always ask what the soup of the yeah, day yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, are, are we seen? I'll just say I. Am I seen as? I probably shouldn't group a whole bunch of people as. Oh, like, you people yeah, like soup of the day. You're soup of the day people. That's my people. That's my people. Yeah. Is is it seen with a, a positive connotation or a negative connotation? Well, so like. We're just neutral. <laughs> it's I. It's obviously like very valid to be like what is the soup of the day because like if it's on the menu like you're gonna ask like it's gonna happen but sometimes like we don't have a soup of the day like sometimes like we have specials and there's like a soup but like when people are like what's the soup of the day and it's just like our menu i'm like they're isn't one or sometimes i'm just like it's clam chowder i feel like, like that's user error because like if they don't if they read on your menu that you don't have a soup of the day why are they asking some people just do that i've had people like literally just call the restaurant and like ask what the specials are and i would like read it off to them and then they'd be like okay thanks and then just hang up like i think people just like to ask questions honestly <laughs> They get bored at home. Just call a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what are you guys serving tonight? <laughs> As a restaurant goer, I, I'm curious. I've been into restaurants multiple times where like, I want to sit at a particular table, but then I can't. Uh, doesn't exist. That one gets me. Can oh you please God. like explain... The etiquette That's or the reason why the reason why like I can't just sit wherever I want. Because in my head I would love to explain that to you. Yes. Claire, will you so, take the 
Yes, yes, I will. Because as a host, I hosted for three years. And like when I first started hosting, we were like so understaffed. It was bad. Like I would be like the only host on. And when I would seat people at a table and then they would just like stand there and look around and then be like, I want to sit there. It's just like, so here's the thing about doing that is that we have a rotation of tables. So every waiter slash waitress has their own set like section of tables that are theirs and when we get to like one table in rotation that's like their table like it goes in order so when people are like I don't want to sit here that fucks up the rotation and that makes me so mad because then I have to like go back to them and it just gets all messed up. But sometimes people are like, can I sit at this table? And it's still in the same section. And I'm like, of course you can. Like, no problem. But if people like go from one end to the restaurant, like to the other, like I get a preference. But like, if I if, like most likely when people see you somewhere, like there's a reason for it. Gotcha. There's yeah. more there's more to it than just like. Your comfortability, which of course is important to the restaurant. The customer's comfortability is very important, but people are also there to make a living. So if you then change tables, it's sometimes too complicated and there's too much going on and there's too many moving parts in a restaurant for it to just be okay. So now since you changed tables... Just because you didn't like sitting by the window or whatever, now that person who was supposed to wait on you is being skipped. They're losing money. And it's just like, it's just, it's our order of operations. It's how things are working in the restaurant and for it, every restaurant for every restaurant. Restaurant. yeah, yeah every that's restaurant. a thing in every yeah. restaurant and like it's it's different if like okay so say you walk in and it's like 12 p.m the restaurant just opened for lunch and you you and one other table is in the restaurant sure sit wherever the frick you want <laughs> but if you walk in on a friday and there's a bazillion people waiting at the door and the server seats you on the freaking floor, crisscross applesauce <laughs> with menus in your hands. Say freaking thank you and just sit there. No, that's I think a- you have a you have a restaurant idea right there. I, <laughs> no, I don't know how I feel past the health inspection, but we can try and we can make it work. Because like my biggest pet peeve too is that we have three booths just like in the front, and ev- just every single human being wants to sit at one of those booths, and I'm like they're full. I don't know what you want me to do. You could wait like. Just like if people are like, can I sit, can I sit somewhere else? Like, of course I'll seat them somewhere else. And like our table, like our tables sometimes at our job, like are like wobbly or like whatever. And kind of an old place. Yeah. Yes. So (laughs) not very well. Yeah. So that's on us. Yeah. (laughs) Not us, but that's on us. That's yeah. Sometimes I don't want to get on my hands and knees and shove coasters under (laughs) table chairs. So I'm just like, okay, like, yeah, you can sit here. I sometimes I'll like shake tables before I see people at them. (laughs) And then I'm like, here you go. (laughs) I bet they like, Love to love see that. to see that, yeah. I um, just, I also just want to say one thing quickly too that we didn't mention about the the um, moving tables. It also like if it's busy and then you now have two tables because you just got sat and now you have a second table. Yeah. That actually does take a lot. Like it sounds like oh it's two tables whatever and like I I to be honest I get that too because it's like okay just go a little bit faster. But like if timing is everything and you changing your table affects a lot more than you think it does. So if you really need to change your table, it's fine to ask. But if the host or server gives you any sort of pushback with you asking just accept it because there's clearly a valid reason why they're seating you where i was seating i was just gonna say too like the the first you okay so now you have two tables to go to at the same time so you go to one and now it's called being double sat yeah it's called being double sucks yes (laughs) but what i was gonna say is like it's the second table is now, like I never realized how short the window is between like you being on time to your table and you being late. Absolutely. So, like, yes. so the second table will always be mad unless they're really nice. It affects I, the yeah, quality of your so. service. So if you're asking 
to change tables, just be prepared to be the snowball effect <laughs> of perhaps um, affecting the entire service experience of that server section. The weight of that is on your shoulders now. I just want to say too. I just want to say too. We're talking to the general public, not the not hosts of you. Point of Two. Because honestly, I don't. Neither of. Because I will say that Ryan was the one that brought this up, and I think he brought this up as somebody who doesn't do that because he said he worked because it was like a Connecticut thing. I think I don't know. Um, and I I've never seen Justin do that either. And there are people I will say in my family. Is that a Connecticut what? thing? Yeah, no, blame it on Connecticut. People blame so much on Louisiana. Connecticut needs an L. All right. Well, I, I know you're from Louisiana. I thought you said Connecticut. I didn't really know why, but I wasn't going to question it. But I was just going to say. <laughs> okay. I have, been, I have been at a restaurant with people in my family who have said, can we move? And I have looked at them and said, no. No. When I'm like the customer, and then and then I'll look at the server and be I know, like, I, got I wanted you. to or say that host. too. I was like, we are saying this like in like we are just like educating. Like we're not like Ryan, don't you fucking dare! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I per- feel it's like, a personal attack. I know. I feel I feel victimized here. It's definitely not a personal attack. Like no. people listening to this are like, wow, they're going in on. Oh, no, I've, yeah. <laughs> I've gone to restaurants with both of them, and they are both more than fine. What and I hope I am too. What are your thoughts on, like, pushing, like, if you have a big ta- group of people, like, if the whole seating table thing is good, what are your thoughts on, like, if people push tables together and make a no. bigger table? Is that, no? That's not a, we can't do that either? Well, if, okay. you, if you ask first, then it's fine. Like, if there's a table that is, like, clearly empty and, like, and, like, the hosts or whatever don't have a plan for it. Like, if you're, like, hey, can we take this table and make a bigger table? They're, like, sure. And then, like, I'll help you, like, make a bigger table. Yeah. Like, I get wanting, like, more elbow room. But, like... Sometimes. Sometimes people just take tables. It's a reservation. And, yeah. And, and then there's like, a reservation that's supposed to sit there. Yeah. And then where are they supposed to sit? Crisscross applesauce on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> and it, like, that's the difficult part. But as long as like people are communicating with staff, like if people just walk into a restaurant and think that like it's their fucking house and like they yeah. can sit wherever they want and do whatever, do whatever they, they, want. they want, get like, and it's just like. It, like, affects us, too, because, like, we want to give people, like, the best service, but, like, we're human beings, too. So, like, when you come in to, like, our domain and you're rude to us, like, we want to match energies. Like, obviously we won't, but, like, it's, like, so hard to be nice to people who are just, like, basically are, like... Treating you like you're a second class citizen yes. because you're waiting on them. You gotta lean into the match energy thing. If they're being a dick, then you gotta be a dick right back. Just well, make, we can do it like this. Like, <laughs> with a smile on your face. Passive-aggressive is the way to go. Yes. <laughs> like my sister did with the guy that flicked chicken Flick piccata sauce. Her, face. Yeah, her, exactly. yeah. her face. Because literally she checkmated him by making him realize he was being a childish piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> And then he ended up tipping her 30% because he was so embarrassed with his behavior. So sometimes it works out in your favor. Well, yeah, because, like, if you react, like, what I like to say is, like, don't don't show those custies, like, weakness. <laughs> <laughs> like, stand what? your ground, like, the custies. The That's customers. what I call them, the customers, the custies. I usually like to say it's me and my coworkers against the custies. That's but um, yeah. it's just, like, you have to be, like, okay, like, it's, everything is fine. We're still alive. Like, I'm so sorry that you didn't like your burger. Like, give me a minute. Yeah. It's just, because, like, people have, like, stopped me, and I'm, like, fully running around, and they'll just, like, ask something silly or whatever. The most minute complaint. Like, there wasn't enough ice cubes in my drink. Yeah. Or, like... I need another napkin. Yeah, exactly that. And it's just, like, and, like, I make it a point to check on my tables a lot. And, like, when people don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Don't appreciate it. What's the nicest way to, like, flag down a waiter? Like, if I need a waiter at my table, like, what's the most polite way to get a waiter to come? Okay. Yeah, just excuse me. Um, (laughs) Well, I've seen somebody like the whole hand wave. Hey, he's like over here, here," you know, like I've I've gotten whistled and whistled and and like yeah, like a dog, like I'm a fucking dog. 
Am I a dog? Uh, so don't do those things. No. no. I love how this has become like a rant session, but like I do think that servers will relate to this. And yeah. I think too, like honestly, follow server memes on Instagram, even if you don't like, because I'll like plug them real quick. It's really funny and it's all accurate. Like it's really funny. Yeah. I do want to say something like a little philosophical just to like tie up loose ends. Yes, because we are to the end of yeah, the Yeah, well, let me, before you do that, let me just say in the interest of time, Feel free to, I just want to open it up to anything that you uh, have, has yet to be said that you want yeah. to say. Um, Bridget, go ahead with your, yeah. I'm, I'm so ready for your philosophical okay. thought right now. <laughs> I think it's just important, at, like, if you're a non-restaurant worker, I think it's important to remember that when you walk into an establishment, that this experience is a group effort. Mm-hmm. So... It is the effort of the server. It's the effort of the customer together. So you have to work together as a group of people to make your experience delightful or, like, pleasant. And just just be kind. Just be kind, yeah. you know? Because yes. we're all people. The customer is yeah. a person. The, 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 the people waiting on you, they're people, you know? Just just be kind, you know? Because everyone's Absolutely. going through their own thing, their own journey. They have their own challenges. And just, if you're going out to eat, you ha- just know you're privileged to go out to eat and be able to go out to eat. So just Absolutely. make it as an enjoyable experience for any, for yourself as, as, as much as you can. And, you know, this is me speaking as the customer, obviously. But <laughs> Yes. <laughs> But you're also a very considerate person. You're both very considerate people in general. So, like, that doesn't surprise me. Right. Yeah. Another thing to add, though, is that, like, I know that, like, we sat here and just, like, talked about how, like, it can be so rough in the restaurant industry. But, like, also we have people who we see, like, day to day, like, come in and sit at the bar and, like, and, like, we're, like, friends with, like, customers that come in and, like. Like, we would be worried if they didn't show up one day. Like, we'd be, like, where is Dan and is he okay? Like, sometimes I could be having the worst day ever. A customer can come in and just be, like, the nicest person. Like, so kind. Like, leaves you such a good tip. But, like, even, like, the tip at that point, like, didn't even matter because they were just, like, so kind and genuine and, like, very understanding. Like, when people are so understanding and they're so kind. And, like, that's what makes the experience, like, so much better because it's just, like, positivity on top of positivity. It just, like, makes it so much better. I genuinely, and this, I think that's a, this is a good way to wrap it up. I'm very excited to share this episode with people that like far and wide, really with people that work in the restaurant industry, just to hear their thoughts and also people that don't, because it's really a cool conversation, but, um, absolutely. And so I, I just want to thank Bridget. Thank you, Claire. Thank you. Like Nick said at the very beginning, this has been a long time coming. So I I really appreciate your insights. I learned a lot. I don't know. Oh, I definitely learned a lot. I mean, I've done some things with, I've worked at a crawfish shop, not to show my culture or anything <laughs> but like i've had some type of experience with this before but like it's definitely very insightful on like the restaurant industry so i loved i loved listening and being a part of this thank you guys for having thank, us yeah, we had you. a lot of fun talking to you guys and maybe we can have a guest appearance on a future episode of Please. Point. absolutely we could always do a part two because it seems like you guys still have a lot to say part two oh can I, you throw in it can you yes. throw in a spongebob reference real quick can we do like a where's the leak ma'am or something where is the leak ma'am okay yeah may so, i take your hat sir may i take it <laughs> may i take your hat sir may, may i and I also want to thank Ryan, who is yes, our yes, guest yes. host. Woo! Thank you very much, Ryan. And you know, do you want to do you want to take us home with our outro? Yeah, I will take you home with your outro. My name is uh, Ryan Devillier, and, I, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> go again, go again. Okay. So my name is Ryan Devillier. I'm Justin Dew. You can reach us at our email pointofdewpodcast at gmail.com or by sending us a voice message on our website anchor.fm/pointofdew. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Point of Dew Podcast and Twitter at Point of Dew. If you enjoy our show, give us a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or share us with a friend or family member. We'd really appreciate it and are truly grateful for your support. As always, we hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening. And until next time, H. (laughs) I just wanted to hear you say H. That was phenomenal. (laughs) I just read what I'm told. Oh